The name's Bond. James Bond. What do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Grow up, 007. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. I'm the man. Every penny of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. It's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife. And then he's found with a dead of Kill Bond, now. To the right, to the right, to the right. Shocking, positively shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you a nice trade. <laughs> it's the best of the best of the decade, or something like that. Uh, we're back for another episode that is not a real episode because it's clips from days gone by back when we were good back in the glory days uh this best of is episode number eight best of where we will recap through all of the decade episodes so when we looked at the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s and then the 2000s again because apparently we did two daniel craig episodes uh, as well as our stalling people episode where we wrapped up the whole thing back when we did our film recaps. Uh, so lots of fun stuff, a bit of everything here from the 60s through to the nows. Uh, sit back and relive all your fun favourite moments from your funnest favouritest James Bond podcast. <laughs> also I, I would say the one that i'm listening to right now like my wife is a big james bond fan and she's slowly going to these podcasts so every once in a while when i'm in the car yes, with her, a listener. Like, oh, we yes. have one listener she lives with me so you're listening to you're listening to so that makes two listeners right we have two, <laughs> and unfortunately ben and noah can't be bothered to listen to our show oh so i'm not a fan of this too. show this show sucks <laughs> i do it for the money which is not there's, non-existent. There's money? <laughs> oh, we didn't tell you? Oh, whoops. Awkward. Damn, now I have to uh, split the page Um, Yeah, well, I, have you finished, Colin? I, I didn't want to... Yeah, I, yeah I, go I, ahead. Sorry, sorry, I just wanted to check. I want to be polite. Um, I'm getting Canadian rubbed off onto me. I'm catching Canadian, just like um, people have been catching Scottish uh, <laughs> throughout this. Uh, well... I mean, you, so it's funny you mentioned about not listening to them. I mean, I, I generally do not like listening to any sort of radio show oh, podcast yes. that I'm involved I in. I play in it's, a band. Yeah, well, that's good. I can't um, listen back to any music. <laughs> oh, right, there was a segue involved there. I thought you were just sharing something there. No, I, I, I was about to say, I like cheese. <laughs> Getting to know each other, apparently. But, um, but not Colin. Um, but... <laughs> The fact that Bond gets married, that adds so much more to it. Just as such a simple plot point because you buy this and uh, I don't think there's anybody that would question. If you have Bond marrying Honey Rider or uh, Pussy Galore, you know, you're scratching your head. Well, I don't get Bond getting married, but nobody questions it with Tracy. And I think by far she's the Nobody best does it better. <laughs> nobody does it better than Tracy. Although I wish sometimes others would though. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get to that film. <laughs> Nobody does it half as good as you, Noah. Um, Maybe you're the best. <laughs> I wasn't looking, but I'm oh, sorry. I thought we were just breaking out into songs. No! <laughs> he has a powerful weapon. <laughs> <laughs> All time high. Moonraker. <laughs> 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 
Oh, ben, tu suis Secret Service. <laughs> Spectre. Um, oh, it's going to be the best episode when we do the song episode. I feel like we are tooting our own horn a little bit, but I like the fact that we're talking about Moonraker because, guys, that was fucking hilarious, let's be honest. Like, we are just comedic masters. <laughs> All jokes aside, like, I had a lot of... Don't want to toot your own horn, but we're comedic, <laughs> comedic masters. Oh, you think of the greatest comedians in the history of the world, and um, we're up there. Uh, no, I... I... We're not... All right, let's talk about the best secondary girl. Um, so we've got Ben's favourite, Plenty. Um, we've got Colin's favourite, Rosie. Um, I feel really left out in this one because you two have your favourite ones with Plenty and Rosie. Um, Man with the Gun Gun, we've got Andrea and Chumi, uh, if you count her. <laughs> so I Love Me, bizarrely, doesn't have one. And... Uh, Moonraker, we had Corinne well, DeFore and... Oh, Naomi. <laughs> yes. Corinne DeFore and uh, Manuela Disappearer. Um, <laughs> so, Ben, secondary girls. Well, you know Plenty of Tools. I think I know you're at. Well, Plenty of Tools going to win this. I'll come back to her. But I've got to give a shout-out to Naomi. I love Naomi. How could you not put her in the conversation? <laughs> like, oh, she's lots to look she's at. She's more of a henchwoman. She's just amazing and... I love her. A uh, special shout out to random girl Bond sleeps with in Austria in the Spy Who Loved Me in the cabin for <laughs> so does England. Um, <laughs> sexual conquest. Um, fuck Rosie Carver. I just want to put that in again. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But oh, my girl Plenty. Like she's gorgeous. She's bright. She's bubbly. She's amazing. She she's was bright. Named after a mother. <laughs> All she wanted to do was have a bit of fun with Bond. She went for I sure hope she's not named after her mother with plenty of tool. (laughs) Flew out the window and survived before eventually getting drowned in a pool anyway. Like, we were robbed of more plenty. Lana Wood, if you're listening, I don't actually know if you're still alive. I hope you are. Um, Give me a call because you are amazing. I love you. I love you plenty. Um, my choice is obvious, Rosie Carver, and I know there's everybody out there is laughing at me, but again, for the same reason, I think she was a fun character. There was a lot to her. I mean, I'm going to sound like an idiot here, but, and I don't mean this the way it sounds, but she had more complexity to her character, uh, <laughs> simply because she's, Rosie she Carver had complexity. As, well, look at it this way. She starts You're off as... You yeah. in James Bond opinion in this film. <laughs> Let me finish. Hold on. She starts out as this kind of inexperienced, nervous agent. And then she has some fun moments. Well, no. And then you find out that she is being played by Kananga the whole time. And she's very conflicted because she's believing these stories as most everybody else is. I mean, whether or not she's a complex character, that's not really what I meant. But more that there's... It covers a lot of ground with her character. So the character on its own, whatever you think of the actress or how the writing was, the character itself has a purpose. Plenty is in the movie if you add up her screen time for less than two minutes. And uh, the movie could exist without her. 
Naomi, you could say the same thing. Um, I think the only other one that really could come close would be Andrea, who I, I will say is a fantastic character. And Maude Adams probably was played the only serious secondary Bond girl. But I still love Rosie Carver. I think that she's just a really fun character. And I think that Gloria Henry, the actress, just played it with a lot of life. Very good ones in this decade. Moon buggy chase. Um boat chase, car chase in uh, Man with the Golden Gun featuring... Car chase in Vegas in Back to Forever. in Vegas, yes, of course. Um, car chase Spice in chase. Spy Who Loved Me featuring the Lotus. Um, we had bus chase as well. Um, and then Moonraker, fucking gondola chase and boat chase and... <laughs> Um, no real air chases in t- in the seventies. Um, it was sort of all. Oh, my girlfriend, little Nelly. Yeah, we've we've lost that. Um, look, I'm going to give it to because I know uh, no will give it to the boat chase. I'm going to give it to the. Uh, I'm going to give it to the moon buggy. I love the moon buggy chase. Like, <laughs> stuff it. It's what. It's, it's fun. It involves a moon buggy. Like, it's still more realistic than Gondola Chase in Moonraker. So I'm going, stuff it, screw it. This is my Noah Grove, Diamonds Are Forever number one moment. Moon buggy chasing Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, I'm going to give you an incredible wine on this. That groan. Although I will say, I mean, uh, we're sitting here making fun of Ben, and I think the obvious answer for this is the Lotus underwater, uh, a floating submarine car, and we're talking about the moon buggy as being stupid. Uh, <laughs> that just shows how good the Spy Love Me is, though, that that Lotus submarine sequence can be so good. Uh, everybody loves the Lotus, and as I said, I mean, I don't think it's really an attractive car, but I don't really care for cars anyways. Uh, I barely even like driving, but <laughs> nobody watches the spy who loved me in the Lotus and says, I can't wait to see the driving part. They all want to see it go underwater. Uh, and the sequence itself on its own, let's just say Bond was in a submarine. Let's say it was like for your eyes only or something like that. The sequence holds up, even if it wasn't a car underwater. I mean, there's so much good stuff going on in there. I'll also give the honorable mention on this to man with the golden gun. Because I think we all agreed that the car chase in Diamonds Are Forever was so good. And without the slide whistle, I think that the man with golden gun car chase really does top it. You know, Because we have him going in and out of the streets with so many cars around. Even so with JW? It's not like, yeah, well, yeah, I guess you have to take JW out as well. But <laughs> So this will be an honorable mention with several stipulations. <laughs> the car chase itself, just being in such crowded streets and in the middle of broad daylight, it's not like three o'clock in the morning in Las Vegas when there's two cars. Uh, Man with Golden Gun did it so well, but obviously Lotus is number one on this. Yeah, um, even pre-submerging Lotus, um, I love the, like, driving along the side of the road and Jaws and then the car behind them and then the helicopter comes up with Naomi off to the side and um, the car coming off into the building and, ah, oh, my pasta is ruined. Um <laughs> All that stuff that's happening there. So I think it's just a brilliant chase. I would argue the 70s is better than the 60s for all this. Um, 
We laugh at Ben, but I, I love the moon buggy too. I'm not going to put it number one. I'm not an idiot, but the moon buggy <laughs> is a lot of fun. You put diamonds are forever at number one. You are an idiot. <laughs> uh, don't make me bring up. We, we've established, it, yeah. although we have established that Ben's dad's an idiot. So yeah. it must have just <laughs> oh, we're all next idiots. generation. <laughs> but yeah, moon buggy that cannot be caught, even though it's going like 10 kilometers an hour. Um, <laughs> Followed by ATV, followed by Chase in Las Vegas in the night. It's just so cool. Um, so we're probably the only podcast that defends the moon bucky chase. Um, yeah. Going over each of the films, uh, do we all remember what our Hall of Fame moments are? I've got them in front of me if we don't remember. I cannot remember Diamonds Are Forever. Okay, so our three to choose from for Diamonds Are Forever. We had the Las Vegas car chase, the fight with Peter Franks in the elevator, and the Bambi and Thumper fight. <laughs> what a sad <laughs> movie that was. Oh. Yeah, how did we have Bambi and Thumper in the James Bond Hall of Fame? Well. <laughs> Vegas car chase. Vegas car chase? I'd. Yeah, yeah, I would. I'd go with that for Live and Let Die. Yep. All right. Being That takes it. Um, Live and Let Die. We have the boat chase, the escape on top of the crocodiles, and the introduction of Roger Moore as James Bond in his apartment. I am just going to jump in here. Boat chase. I, I want to go with the crocodiles. Yeah, oh, I want to go with the crocodiles too. Ha ha! Yeah, I voted. <laughs> <laughs> that, was so, that was so like grade three. Speaking of, uh, in Man with the Golden Gun, we have the car chase with the flip, final duel on the beach, and the final funhouse scene, and the conclusion with knickknack on the junk. Has to be. Yep. I was going to say the duel. No. I'm going for. (laughs) Yeah, car chase. All right. Car flip. Spy Who Loved Me, uh, Ski Jump, Lotus Into Water, and Ooh. The Pyramids in Cairo. Oh. <laughs> I think Did we just ditch all of the other Hall of Fames? Yeah, <laughs> just have these three. Yep. <laughs> the 70s Hall of Fame is just purely Spy Who Loved Me. I, I think Parachute, but The Lotus is definitely up there too. Gotta be Parachute. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yep. And, Pyramids! And Moon, <laughs> Moonraker, we have the opening skydiving scene, Bond attempts re-entry, and the cable car scene. Skydiving. Yeah. Uh, Bond I becomes would a almost argue the cable car. Not Bond becomes a cowboy. Skydiving, but Fuck I off really care because this doesn't actually count for anything. Yeah, I don't actually put this up on our article, by the way. But, you know, I'll, I'll look... Um, <laughs> Fucking cable car. I'll go with Colin again. I'll be cool. Okay. I just didn't want to mention cable. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, Noah. At the same time, I have seen most of these enough times to almost know them by heart. Uh, It's just going to be interesting to see if any of the arguments that are made on Ben's part can actually Please sway me on some of these later movies. Which I doubt they will. Well, come on. Come on, Colin. How many of my... We've had, what, 11, you know, 15 of these episodes now, 11 field ones, and probably I've been successful in about two of my arguments. So I'm not <laughs> holding out hope. He introduced himself as Ben O'Toole, Colin. Like, come on. <laughs> if I'm successful in changing your mind in the 80s, bring on Die Another Day because you're putting that in your top 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
they didn't all work, but I think they all had personality. They were all fun. And uh, I, I really do like Rosie Carver and Mary Goodnight just for how funny they <laughs> we were. We know! <laughs> I, yeah, but there's, 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 a, there's a reason for me bringing this up. And that's because the one thing that uh, I think entering the 80s, I'm not looking forward to so much is the Bond girls. I, I will agree that they become more complex characters, but that doesn't always necessarily mean better because just because they're more complex characters doesn't mean they have any personality. And that's what we're leaving behind in the seventies that I'm going to be sad is uh, a little bit of the quirkiness uh, for both the Bond girls and the villains and henchmen. They all become pretty generic after a while in the eighties, but uh, sad to see some of the eccentricness of the seventies go. Now are we ready to end? Yes. <laughs> Let's end this. All right. And that's it for the 70s decade. And uh, for the last time, I am not against fat people. <laughs> I am Colin. I am not against fat people. I'm Noah, and I hate snakes still after all this time. And I'm Ben, and I'm ready to rub my plenty o tool. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does it better. <laughs> Is that the end or? <laughs> and cut. The For Your Eyes Only one sticks out just because it was coming off Moonraker and we kept saying, oh, this is bond back to his roots down to earth we just had our silliest episode ever with moonraker and somehow we came out with that episode which is probably the most absurd james bond podcast out of all the james bond podcasts that particular episode because that was just crazy um i think colin probably has better memories of uh, never say never again than i do because i don't remember much from that episode so i have to go back and listen to that but uh, a view to a kill as well. That's another memory the that quiche. sticks out. Uh, the quiche. Because <laughs> uh, let's face it, it's Bond baking a quiche. So uh, that was a memory that stuck out for me during our personal episodes. Um, but, yeah, I think Fear Eyes Only is just the one that's the craziest thing ever. That's just Mustacha and Sheena Easton and Horsies and... Luigi and the Countess and just BB. And, uh, one of the funniest memories was uh, Ben and Lynn Holly Johnson, where Lynn Holly Johnson uh, Ben's in the bed naked and Lynn Holly Johnson walks in <laughs> and Ben's there going, Oh, come in here, Lynn. <laughs> Which is one of the absurd uh, uh, things I've ever pictured in my head ever. But yeah, we've got some pretty wild episodes in the 80s when I thought the 70s was supposed to be that decade. If we had fans and listeners, they would be creating some crazy um, fan videos and pictures about that, but it um, <laughs> doesn't seem to happen. Special uh, note to... Thank the Lord we don't, then. Special note to... Ben, let's be honest. We do have fans and listeners, and none of them want to create the image of you and Ben as PB. Oh, I'm offended. Um... Special note two to Octopussy Fart Music. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Let's let's talk about that really quickly for a second. <laughs> I'm sure there's some people who listen to that who are like, what? Well, ben had told us that he was having some fun editing. And 
then he put some fart effects in there. Now, I thought when he first said that, it's like, oh, one or two little fart effects, okay. <laughs> then I downloaded the episode and listened to it. Oh. I have to say, though, I mean, I was crossing the street. I was I was on a boulevard crossing a very busy street, and it was a red light, and I think every single time a fart effect came up, I burst out laughing and had to turn and cover my face. Now, it wasn't one of those burst out laughing as in like, that's amazing, that's comic genius. Uh, it was more like, that's the most horrific thing I've ever heard that is kind of funny. It's a reaction. say he uploaded it without uh, <laughs> checking it in the post-production meeting. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. The last time I did something like that, I got told off. Oh, you stole my joke with the Star Wars and the Fiora's <laughs> only Moonraker. But it was just, I think I... So you come up with your own jokes, <laughs> well, but... <laughs> I can't steal them. I can't create my own. Um, <laughs> when I was editing it... Colin, how are you with editing? <laughs> because we'd ripped so much shit into the song, I'm like, well, this song is shit, so what goes with shit? Um, I, I initially, All I initially did was add the booing sound effect when she started singing. I left it at that, but then I was like, oh, hang on a minute. I remember like Noah was like, going, all I want is for us to be... Like, in the Indian accent, that would go funny over the top of it. Oh, that, I, w- that was really funny in it. Uh, I remember yeah. I did the music. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, what, what can be added to that? Fart sounds. <laughs> I, I'm going to say something. This sounds bizarre for anybody out there who, who thinks we lost all credibility with that, which is probably everybody who listened. Um, <laughs> the fart noises, the only thing I was disappointed about is we had just recorded Never Say Never Again, and I'm listening to the beginning of Octopussy, and I'm like, it is kind of funny, but I think we wasted it because if we had put that at the beginning and never say never again, yeah. I think it is comic genius. <laughs> Damn it, I peaked. I peaked too early. <laughs> and we can't re-edit it before you get any ideas, Ben. <laughs> Damn it. If you kind of analyse each of the bonds in terms of, say, like a an attractiveness, like, you know, the old saying, men want to be him, women want to be with him, Moore's probably the least likely I can really see is almost a sex symbol, which is really strange given that my mum the other day, uh, I was randomly (laughs) watching a Roger Moore clip. I was actually, no, I was showing her the man with the golden gun penny whistle scene because my message tone (laughs) on my phone at the moment is, so I had to show her what it was from. And she straight away goes, Oh, Roger Moore. Oh, yes, I used to like him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, really? You're going to say your catchphrase about your parents. Oh, but she's just an idiot. <laughs> That's my mum talking about now, <laughs> not my dad. Um, Which is kind of like, you know, because he's charming and proper. But again, like sexy, I don't know. I don't really know that side of how women and men, I guess, uh, over the years have perceived Roger Moore. But um, And there are other elements too. He's not really the toughest sort of James Bond, which I think really needs to be important with the character and, you know, it, it's it's kind of a few detractors still. But in a long-winded answer to your question, yes, he has gone up in terms of where I was a few months ago on Roger Moore. Hooray, mission accomplished. I didn't know if anyone else wanted to add anything in regards to that, but anyway. Um, so... I think Roger Moore's a sexy man. That's all I have to add. <laughs> He's very sexy. Well, you still... You, you were worried that uh, Jamie was going to leave you for Daniel Craig. You ever worried that she was going to leave you for Roger Moore? <laughs> She'd leave me for Roger Moore over Timothy Dalton. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't think your husband Colin would have been. <laughs> yeah, I'm tossing up between Cara and Pam. Um, 
Although I, I'm a I'm a mustache apologist. I do like mustache, and I still stand by the fact that I think she's a very beautiful woman, even with facial hair. Um, <laughs> doesn't have facial hair, by the way. Well, Much. you started mustache. Um, look, Kara's already gotten some love. I'm giving it to my girl Pam. Hello, Pam. She's the only <laughs> oh. the only podcast in modern society that will give Pam Bouvier some love. Um, and there goes our last listener. Thanks for tuning in to Double R Seven. She, she's—I don't know. She's 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 tough. She can fly a plane. She can have long hair and short hair, preferably the long hair. Uh, Get with Bond way too early for plot. Shoot a shotgun. She's such a versatile Bond girl. She can rock both the long and the short hair. <laughs> Name me one other Bond girl that has both long and short she's hair. She's versatile. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, hello, Rosie Pam. Rosie Carver, long and short. No, oh, don't, bro. <laughs> Just get over it, Colin. Rosie Carver is so 70s, okay? Like, come on. Um, and yeah, look. Her she transcends time and secondary space. Woman, yes, right. Secondary woman. Secondary woman. Do I need to? Do I oh, need to? No, come on. She now. starts with a B. She ends with a B. She is apparently a virgin. <laughs> But whatever, she's not. My girl, Lynn Holly. Hello, BB. Come back. We want to see you Fire again. And ice cream. Uh, hashtag bring back BB for Spectre. Um, hashtag woo! <laughs> and again, just for some more behind-the-scenes stuff, if anybody wants to know who does the write-ups on our episodes every week, <laughs> look to the one guy who is actually praising BB, who wrote in the road up for your eyes only, why do we all love BB so much? <laughs> And why do we love kite surfing? And what's the deal with jeans? <laughs> I'm so keeping and that what's in. What's the problem with women with short hair? Good, good memory. I'm going to remember that. Why do we all hate the short-haired women? Why are Colin and Noah idiots for not liking this film? <laughs> and why should women keep their hair long? All on license to kill. Oh, moving on. <laughs> Mayday, there's there's a high spot there. Living daylights. <laughs> I love the change in tone. And there's Mayday. Mayday. Necros, Noah's <sighs> favorite. Uh, Dario and I don't know. You include we didn't. I just realized we didn't even talk about Milton Crest in the License to Kill episode. I always hated and his right? character. His character came from the short story, which is funny. Um, yeah, there's a decent group there, I what guess. About Wayne uh, Newton? For me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's Joe Butcher, Professor Joe Butcher too. Truman Lodge. <laughs> Shut up with Truman Lodge already. Get off my podcast. James Sinjin's mind. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna go for a main villain, um, I know all the Christopher Walken fans out there that think if Christopher Walken oh, yeah. did Jump it, jumped the gun. It's all right. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Kamal Khan. What, what am I losing? Did I did I miss something? You're not meant to answer yet. It's been no one. We changed this. Don't you listen to pre-production meetings? I don't think we mentioned this at a pre-production meeting. But go ahead. You answer last. Uh, yeah, these are the films that I grew up on. Uh, just going to say it, Brosnan is not my favourite Bond, but like you, Colin, I do have a semi-attachment to it. Um, 
but it's also one of the most polarizing eras of Bond for me because there's some really good stuff in there, but let's not hide the facts. There's some really terrible stuff in there too. But I also kind of agree that even the bad stuff can be fun to watch because it's bad. Like I enjoy watching B-grade movies because it's fun. Um, four episodes time is going to be the episode you've been <laughs> dreading to listen to or oh my the episode God, you've so been close. waiting to listen to. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I can't believe yeah, we're going to be so talking about that so soon. That's going to be interesting. Uh, and I'm hosting it. <laughs> really? Um, so that's going to be definitely one notable point of our journey of watching these films. Um, yeah, there's one that we're all going to agree on that's great. I don't watch these films as much as I watch the others. Uh, there's one we're all going to agree on, and then there's another one that I'm in slight defense of. And then again, like Colin, I'm interested to see we're all talking about the one we agree on, but is the other one, like, are we each going to have a different other one, which is going to be an interesting I know, thing? To- I know which one. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I know the one that Ben don't... knows all. <laughs> I've had conversations with you both, I and know. I know, I know which ones uh, we're, uh, we're on the side of. Way to spoil the mystery. <laughs> yeah. Well, the audience doesn't read Ben's mind. It's not spoiling anything. Oh, fuck, I'm screwed if they do. <laughs> <laughs> all they can do is nipples, nipples, horsies. <laughs> nipples on horsies. Glad it's not that. Nipples on horsies? Really? (laughs) Nipples on horsies. They Um, have nipples? They have young? They've got to feed them? No, I was thinking like giant nipples riding horses. (laughs) With like eyes and mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about a blinking fish again? What happened to this episode? So yeah, like like this discussion, the Brosnan area is very polarizing, but I'm still excited. But I'm kind of sad we're already done with Dalton. That was a quick ride. All right, this is the longest decade episode ever. <laughs> we usually put aside 90 minutes for these, and we're basically at the two-hour mark. Um, it's been fun. The 80s, Spider Bonds, three of them uh, moving into such an exciting period but uh it's been a lot of fun and um yeah my name is ben and i'm just thinking about a giant nipple with eyes and a mouth <laughs> <laughs> if you like explosion i mean michael bay could direct one of these you know brosnan films and probably get away with it. there's enough explosions going on all the time um, I think one thing that kind of we lose a lot from this point on, um, which we're starting to get back a bit more since Spectre, but looks of things, is kind of with that reboot, a lot of that subtle humour. I'm not saying it's not there. Of course, there are moments there, but um, obviously that, a lot of that comes down to the reboot and sort of the new style we've got of it. Um, you know, probably the last time we have a Bond smile for a while, at least show some facial emotion. Um, and the last, this, this is the big one, the one that stays in the 90s, it stays, you know, ends with the 20 films, hairy-chested Bond. And we, sorry, ladies who love, and Colin who love topless hairy, um, you know, Brosnan and Bond, but from this point on, you're going to have a very shiny, silky smooth wax chest Bond and blonde hair as well. We're losing the dark haired Bond from this point, folks. And if some of the rumors are true, we might have a Ranger Bond next. So, um, yeah. What, what's a Ranger? I'm, I'm, I'm unfamiliar uh, with this. <laughs> Australian terminology for a redhead. 
<laughs> oh, that it'll never. Happen. Not, not, not the red thing, thing, but the guy you're referring to never happened. Idris Elba has orange hair. <laughs> yeah, haven't you seen that new uh, movie with him with the orange hair? It's, it's stunning. Idris Elba in Carrot Top. <laughs> well, Carrot Top's also rumored to be a. <laughs> Please Bond girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the very sad moment. It's finally come. We're here to eulogize, <laughs> I guess, a couple of people. Um, eulogizing Pierce Brosnan. Uh, eulogizing. Well, he's not well, dead. For ben. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course he's not dead. He's he could he still has the what Bond expendables and. He's okay, Connery in, too to star in Netflix threesomes. Well, or well in all fairness, he could die like between now and when we release this episode. So don't say that. Edit point. Pierce Brosnan just died. <laughs> <laughs> we breaking you. Pierce Brosnan has died. Uh, but um, and if he really does, yeah, it was a joke. Guys... We didn't know, folks. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, if it really happens, we'll cut it out. So don't <laughs> yes. worry too much. It's eleven forty p.m. the third of December. Uh, <laughs> For all we know, he's alive. Like right now, we assume so, he's alive. If you read tomorrow, he's dead. Uh, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't know. kill him. We did not kill Piers Brosnan. And yeah, if that happened, you wouldn't be listening to this right now because we would have edited it out. Hello, listeners. Just listen. looking at the top stories on news websites, there's nothing here about uh, renowned oh actor Pete Bronson has died, so I think we're safe. Imagine if you actually went to <laughs> news.com.au. <laughs> Breaking news. Sadly, though, nobody's looking up whether this person died. Let's eulogize Samantha Bond, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey! She wouldn't make the news. <laughs> Let's move on quickly. I want to start a petition to get Samantha Bond to play head zombie on The Walking Dead because I think she'd do a good job. I think she she did an episode of uh, one of the spin-offs of Doctor Who playing uh, a kind of... A zombie? Vampire? Uh, well, kind of just a really vicious alien Ooh. woman. So Did she use a cigar and masturbate? It was a kid's <laughs> show, so I don't think so, but <laughs> there may be a director's cut out there. Blue is the lesbian room. Blue is the alien lesbian room. <laughs> I can't wait till we get alien to our episode of watching spin-offs from Bond Girls, and we all have to sit down and watch Blue is the warmest color. <laughs> um, so, what? how long was her hair when she played psycho alien <laughs> lesbian? It was, it was a decent length, long enough for Ben. <laughs> long enough to make a believable alien, let's just say. Yeah. Because no self-respected alien has short hair. <laughs> Except anyway. for the ones who have no hair, which I think is all Except of them. Except for Yoda. Like, independent day. And... <laughs> Yoda has a little bit of fluff. Yeah, Yoda's, Yoda's got a, a horseshoe. He's. <laughs> Why are we talking about Yoda's hair? Let's continue with episode of Bond, we must. For, for like, the Spare tenth the time. Bond with Yoda. <laughs> Let's do the eulogy. <laughs> Colin's getting frustrated. It was sad when Yoda died. That's the saddest part yeah. of Return of the Jedi. Ah, uh, spoiler! Oh. Whoops. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you All right, so, uh, eulogize whoever you want in this, but make sure to talk about Desmond and Pierce. Um, Pierce, you can't say enough good things about him, even if you hate the guy. I mean... He is, I, I've heard it said before, you know, whoever was the Bond that you grew up with was the one you'll be attached to. And that's definitely true with Pierce Brosnan. I mean, I have Dino of the Day ranked pretty much at the bottom of my rankings. Tomorrow Never Dies, I was indifferent on. 
loved his other two. I mean, it's really not that he's above any of the other Bonds. I mean, there's at least two Roger Moores that I absolutely love. There's at least two or three Sean Connerys I love. There's going to be at least two Daniel Craigs I love. And it's not the movies he did that sells him. It's the fact that this is the guy I grew up watching. And in part, I mean, I think we all sort of got into Bond watching the you know, Sean Connors throughout it, but being able to get excited and seeing him, you know, on TV promoting it, that's something that uh, I think all of us were able to experience growing up. And it, it's something that definitely is a deciding factor. And when somebody asks you, who's your favorite Bond? Is he the greatest Bond of all time? No, but is he my favorite? As an actor, probably. He's the one that I'll be most likely to watch, you know, when he does a chick flick threesome on Netflix. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, he's the one that if he's on, if I'm looking through the TV shows and I see he's on a talk show, I'm going to watch Pierce Brosnan no matter what. <laughs> Something's clicking in the background there. I was going to say, he's not like playing Minesweeper or something, right? <laughs> I was on like an exercise bike or something. <laughs> he's getting can, in Pierce shape. <laughs> can we just say that I, I think I've cracked the code on Lee Tamahori. Do you think he got the idea from watching Mrs. Doubtfire? And, hey, I can do that. Um, Why? What, no? throw, throw fruit at Pierce Brosnan's head? Give him well, pepper. Are we, are we forgetting the fact that uh, Lee Tamahori dressed up as a woman and gave a cop a blowjob? All oh, right. Okay. Yes. What does this have to do with Pierce Brosnan, though? Um, <laughs> it's got to do with what the in that film. What are you clicking and talk? Why? Why are you clicking feverishly and talking about blowjobs? What? What blowjob <laughs> cross-dressing movie was Pierce in? Mamma Mia. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, this is more confusing on. than Yoda. <laughs> um, what? Yoda I'm... gave a blowjob, didn't he? <laughs> is that why Count Dooku turned to the dark side? <laughs> Luke, trust me, part of the training it is. Oh, Ooh, spot of sticky you have left. This is officially the lowest point. The Jedi, you won't be unless you do as I say. And zippy zippy. Did we really need to turn Yoda into a child molester? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Why, why is it no one saying it's not, he's not me? Yoda's 900 years old. Luke is, what, 19? <laughs> I guess there is a bit of an age gap. Um... <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what else I have to say. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else I have to say on Pierce. Uh, Pierce is the man, let's be honest. I, I've said, I, I think with a different actress, the character's not that hated. But even with a great actress, if you have Rosamund Pike playing Christmas Jones, it's a forgotten character. So uh, it's, it's Electra King's the only one, I think, that really can touch this category for me. Uh, so much for what? the order we established off here but anyway um <laughs> again colin read your pre-production anyway. notes uh for the main book <laughs> i love how we specifically <laughs> we called him out before the episode no, no yeah. remember colin what do we do oh okay oh yeah, yeah i know what to do uh, title sequence um, yeah I, I, I think it was a huge improvement I liked the style they went with them we talked about computer graphics and everything before and I enjoyed all of them I think they all fit into the film very well though I did kind of go down slightly on the world as enough credits um, it's between GoldenEye 
and Die Another Day for me. I'm going to give it to Die Another Day just because I think it's a bit unique, just kind of with the Scorpion Tales and the women and the story and obviously the actual titles. I, I just, I really did not like it when I first saw it, but it always grows on me. Ah, oh, song. Um, yeah, look, I said it in the episode that it was my favourite out of all the Bond themes and I'll have to stick with it. Tomorrow Never Dies, it's still my favourite. Um, I just love the song. I just can never put a finger on what it is about it. There's just so many bits about it that I enjoy and just Cheryl Crow and just the song and the music and it just incorporates a lot. But yeah, um, I, I assume what to, you were going to vote for. Um, but yeah, the special obviously note to World Is Enough, it's a great song. Shirley Manson, Garbage, fantastic. Tina Turner, Born To Do A Bond song, fantastic. And Don't Care What You Say, Screw You's All. Is all on the bogan now. Um, Madonna, Die Another Day, it's fantastic. Um, second best out of all of these. Uh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> said nobody other than Ben ever or Madonna. <laughs> Even Madonna hates the song. Probably. She doesn't actually. She said it's one of his best songs she's ever recorded. So, mm. yeah. Uh, what a catalog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how's your music career going, the, Colin? Uh, Good. All right. Yeah. Better than Madonna's. Um, <laughs> uh, we heard my my uh, clip at the beginning of the show. Du, 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 I can't, that I was. can't I wait to go see you perform at Rod Laver Arena next year in March. I'll, I'll be looking forward yeah. to it. I didn't know you were a pop diva, Colin. Now you know. It's anyway. just Colin. No last name. <laughs> Colin. That's right. Um, I just imagine Colin walking out of the stage. I'm gonna wake up <laughs> like a virgin. <laughs> Yeah, Colin do, sings the I, hits of Madonna. I'd rather do like a virgin than die another day. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> there's a reason why die another day, as we said, is like the worst song so in Come on, history. It, it's uh, <laughs> thanks, <Da-da>. Black Man. <laughs> uh, no, die another day is so bad. I can't wait till we do the rankings of the Bond themes <laughs> and up on the very bottom of both mine and Noah's. <laughs> I'm really curious to see if this is going to be something where you know it'll become the next Rosie Carver because yeah, if it's someone from uh, a film starting with Q, then I question. No, I'm more worried about somebody yeah. from a film beginning with CR who's in it about as much as Monica Bellucci in a hammock. A if it's Solange, what, what is that? <laughs> Rusty Oil. Solange cannot be your new Rosie. Yeah, Carver. right now, Colin. Come on, level with this. If that's it, we're out. No and I are gone. You can do this with cable. No, no, I won't I won't spoil it. It is not from Casino Royale, though. That's all oh, I'll say. Oh, it's so, so it's Noah, we're out. There's one character that I just I love so much that it's it's gonna be ridiculous how much I talk well, it has this to character. Be oh, I actually think I know who you're talking about now if you bring oh, up it's not, um, good night. what's the name that gets covered in oil. Yeah. Moving well, on, let's, <laughs> let's yeah. just say it, it's Strawberry yes, Fields. Now, Strawberry One Fields of my is favorite a, she's better than bloody... Yeah, I, I guess that now that I think about it, Mary Goodnight and everything. I, like I, I, I'm, 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 look, we're spoiling this, whatever, but I like, yeah, I like Strawberry got... Fields. She's one of the few things I like about that movie. Title of this episode, let's talk about Strawberry. <laughs> uh, we haven't talked Tastes about it. Tastes like one. strawberries. I wouldn't know. I do. Uh... <laughs> Ben, you've got to stop with the orgasm. Colin said well, it like the beginning. I'm not coming in this episode. Yeah. That one was Alan coming in your pants at the moment. 
in, in let's be let's be fair in Goldeneye it did end with Xenia after that exchange Xenia going Ugh. so yeah Ben you're all, you're off on that one that's I okay I definitely got off on that one so <laughs> stop again Yoda blowjob like you're not interested in this episode <laughs> yeah no one has you have ten orgasms Yoda and giving a dick suck no. I'm glad my hands are washed clean of this episode. Anybody who's offended, <laughs> uh, I don't think I have to have a penis. God, this is why we're running episode. for two hours God, on a 90-minute. Leave, close the episode out. I don't want to. That's an image I didn't need. <laughs> I don't know if this was in the pre-production notes or not. But uh, I think it was probably in George Lucas's pre-production. Life's big questions. What is the meaning of life? Why are we here? Does Jar Jar Binks have a penis? (laughs) I've never paused it to look for the bulge in his crotch. I don't know. (laughs) Well, there's some homework for you. (laughs) So to end off this If he does, keep him away from Yoda. That's all we Colin, can say. Colin, quick, while, we, while you can. When we go but, back over this. Yes, Colin, over... I like strawberry too. <laughs> when we go back over this episode, all I'm I'm guessing all we're going to hear is Noah and Ben saying one inappropriate thing after the other and me continually going, let's move on, let's move on, getting cut off over and over again. <laughs> I love the fact that this, well, we used to do these in 90 minutes and the fact that we're well over two hours now, we're nearly at the length of our live and let die recap right now. Can we just put a pack here? These ridiculous conversations. This is the end of an era. We've had four Boston. We've got a reboot 007. So, Jaja Binks, Penis, Yoda, Blowjob, Ben, Orgasm. That is the end of this era. This is the end. Uh, Well, we do have the parodies, but after that, we're rebooting with Casino Royale. Family-friendly bond. Um, well. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Double Seven, Australia's only James Bond podcast that is called Double Seven and not called the other name of the other one. Um, there's probably about five of them now, but hey, we're the Australia's only one because why not? Um, we're here back another episode. You probably just heard Spectre, Spectre, Spectre episode, and now we're done with the Daniel Craigs, or it's the next Bond film, Flitter Mouse, starring uh, Idris Elba and Hannah Stokely is out, then we'll have that recap coming up. She would make a good Bond girl, let's face it. Uh, she should be next main Bond girl. She, she should be the final representation of Gala Brand on screen or something like that, Hannah Stokely. Um, yeah, I'm Noah. I'll just say that I don't have a witty intro because do we do witty intros on this uh, <laughs> decade ones? I'm not sure. Do we? Uh, I don't know. I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And with this episode, it means we're only one more recap away from talking about Idris Elba. Well, and... I just said that joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ben had to steal it. We know that. <laughs> I literally said that a bit of the When did you say Idris Elba? I didn't hear you say it. That's your witty intro. Twitter mouse with Idris, Idris Elba. Oh, I did. I wasn't listening. I was looking at my phone. <laughs> so much for witty were... intros. If you weren't, if you weren't listening, how did you know when it was your chance to talk? <laughs> well, I heard him stop talking. That's generally the cue. <laughs> 
what cues? We don't have orders that we talk in, and we have. All right, well, what are to you get this back about? on track, I'm Colin, and I can't wait to talk about Idris Elba in our next podcast. <laughs> oh, that's an original joke, Colin. Good job. Uh, oh yeah, typical, typical. Uh, Side with the Canadian. <laughs> yeah, well, what? I'm not listening. I'm on my phone. Uh, um. Yeah, phones more exciting. It remembers more stuff, apparently. Well, it it can probably. No, I'm not going to be that mean. Uh, let's move on. Um... <laughs> yeah, duh, lady is easily the standout. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Ben, you kind of mentioned it. A, a lot of the the first openly gay this and that. Uh, a lot of the Sam Smith shots. Just all around taking shots of Sam Smith. And I think that this being Spectre being a very fresh movie, it made a lot of those things funnier than they would be five years down the road, especially with his whole Oscars acceptance speech as the first openly gay male outside of those other half dozen openly gay males who won Oscars before. Uh, That joke being so fresh uh, in, I guess, even just on the Internet, Sam Smith is still taking heat for that from people. That made it, I think, all the funnier. Um, I don't know if we'd be laughing at it as hard five years from now, maybe just in retrospect. But don't well, you're listening yeah. five years from now, please write us in and tell us if it's funny. Yeah, is it funny that Sam Smith <laughs> thought he was the first openly gay male to win an Oscar? And uh, Cowabunga, dude, that's a great flying skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> things that won't be funny. There's another. What, what things that we did won't be funny in five years? <laughs> Answer All right, I can't believe them. Justin Bieber was James Bond. My God, who would have thought he would have won an Oscar for it, too? Idris Elba jokes. He died in 2017. That's not funny. Don't laugh That's at so that. That's considerate. And all three of them are making the same joke? Bunch of jerks. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't re-listened to these episodes That big yet. plagiarism of joke scandal of 2016 where all those comedians were caught stealing jokes. And what is this Spectre, etc.? I've never heard of it. <laughs> that finished in 2016. When Survivor Oz took over it and made it Survivor Oz, etc. That was great. They went on to win an Oscar. I- I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna automatically rechange my answer here. This bit right here is the funniest thing we've done on these episodes. <laughs> yep. Yep. There you go. <laughs> This is the highest point of 007 ever. Right here, right now. Basking out witnessing glory. history. <laughs> history right now. Next. Next. <laughs> That's it. That was your favorite moment. Yes. All right, let's move on. That was that was a great moment. Now we've got to get back to reality. Uh, I'm going to put it fourth, second last. It's just not Bond to me, but like I said, three of them are in the top half, so clearly I still like the films. Um, so, yeah, technically it's not even a decade, it's two decades, but uh, yeah, I'm putting it second last, but really it could go all over the place. I don't know. Well, maybe it is better than the 80s. Uh, I can't believe you got a blow. I remember when we first started, you said you hated the 80s the most. <laughs> I said I hated the 80s. Keep in mind, you got license to kill in there and a view to a kill. Like, you you think that this decade is lower than that? Ben put it last, all right? Don't get I on my back. I expect that out of Ben. Ben's dumb on everything. <laughs> You're not. Uh, uh, second last, because this really doesn't matter for anything. <laughs> it's just a dumb podcast. Uh, 
everybody tunes out now since we That's our matter. tagline, 007. A dumb podcast. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, second last. I don't know. I'll change it next week anyway. Are we going to offer that change as well in our next episode? Well, it's, it's, it's interesting. I do have, just quickly, I have the list here that like of each decade. So, Colin, you've got five of the 60s movies in your top half. 170s, 280s, 290s slash 02, and two 2000s. Noah, you've got you've got the most even spread out of everyone, I think. 460s, 370s, 180s, 190s, and three 2000s. I have 160s, 170s, 380s, 490s, and three 2000s. You have 180s movies in the top half, and you're ranking it better. Um... And what do we have here? So the order of our decades in. So mine is 90s, 80s, 60s, 70s, 2000s. Noah's is 60s, 70s, 80s, 2000s, 90s. Last travesty. Colin has 60s, 2000s, 90s, 70s, and 80s. All right. Uh, that's everything, isn't it? We don't need to do dumb Peter Travers. He's a stupid idiot. Um, I rank him last in all reviewers ever. My name is Noah, and when you put it like we're recapping the recaps, it makes me think we really have jumped the shark. <laughs> we and might as well yeah, just title this, We're Stalling People, as the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, we've got it. Um, but yeah, we definitely are Australia's number two James Bond podcast when we're talking about recapping our recaps, but let's do it. Well, I'm, I'm ex- we're off to a good start. Well, I'm excited to Come be on. number two Woo! because, um, you know, eventually when we get into the Austin Powers films, um, number two was a cool cat. So whatever. Yeah, but it also means we're Largo. Boo. <laughs> Boo for Largo. But we should we should mention that, like, literally when we started this um, podcast in July 2015, we were Australia's only James Bond podcast, and since then. We have a rival, and um, look, I'm going to be honest, I've never listened to them, but I'm sure they've got more listeners than we do already, so... They were in New and Noteworthy. We didn't get into New and Noteworthy. <laughs> we were, like, on page 50 of New and Noteworthy, and, like, you know... They we were in Bargain Bin, or <laughs> Listen If You Really Have To. We, we were on Last Days, Get Now Before They Go. Um... <laughs> Yeah. But yes, a big sh- how to talk to someone through podcasts. <laughs> a big shout out to our friends over at uh, Spectre, etc. Um, I'm just looking through their episodes right now, and uh, they're up to eleven episodes uh, according to iTunes. Episode eleven, James Bond Moonraker. Uh, it is very popular. Uh, their popularity bar is completely full. So. Um... <laughs> I don't think we've even had like a point one. They've got nine rankings on iTunes. We've got none. So- I blame it on thirty-six straight episodes of playing Die Another Day in the episode. <laughs> I blame it on the fact we're doing an episode recapping the recap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I blame it on but the fact. But Stature, just give us one shout. None out, of their episodes please. go over two hours and fifteen minutes, and they've got the parental uh, advisory sticker on their podcast, and we don't. So look, uh, we don't need that. We've got little kids listening to us going, "Oh, mommy." Listen to this first word they hear is fuck, 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 fuck. Mommy, what does fuck yeah, mean? Yeah, we're the family-friendly podcast. We talk about Yoda blowjob. Just looking here quickly, they've had uh, they've currently got an eight and a uh, four and a half star rating on iTunes, six five star ratings, two four star ratings, and one one star rating. 
Um, oh, some... should you do that one, Ben? I'm not even joking. I've never actually read this until right now. And can I just point out, this is legitimately what it says. Bad. One star by the Shedmeister. One, 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 one on March the 16th. Rip off of Double on Seven. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't say that. I'm not joking, I swear. It does as Ben hits enter right now. <laughs> can yeah, you, uh, Shedmeister is Ben's forum. Can, can, can you see my screen name right now is Shedmeister here on Skype? Okay, <laughs> oh. we all thought the Jump the Shark was recapping the recaps. This episode has become less recap Spectre, etc. in our competition, so... Oh. Be honest here. Did any of you write that? I, I swear, certainly did I not swear on I don't even have iTunes. You, I have an iTunes account. Mine is simply NYC55David. It is for everything. I will swear on the life of anything right now <laughs> that I did not write that. Colin? Uh, I wanted to say ripoff of 007 and it has five stars still. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Anyway, we've we've spent the first uh, opening five minutes of this episode talking about another podcast. Download Spectre, etc., via the iTunes Store. I think I know where we went wrong, <laughs> Colin. Why did you have to be Canadian? <laughs> yes, exactly. Look at this review right here from Von Thirteen M. Four Aussie guys talking about the James Bond movies. Early days, but it's great so far. Can't wait for the next step. Five stars. There you go, Colin. Become Australian already. Hey, I'm the only one setting us apart from Spectre, etc. right now. You guys should be thanking me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, I like the fact that their tagline should... is four guys bonding. <laughs> anyway. Well, what's I our don't know why we're ripping we into them. One? What if they're really good? <laughs> I've never listened to it. Like, Are they good? Or what if they're 007 fans they tune into this? And like, oh. <laughs> they're like every single episode. Yeah. Oh, we, we want to, uh, you know, make ourselves similar to 007 because they're so good and they've listened to this episode and they're going, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> so that, does that mean in their next episode they'll be what? bagging out Spectre, etc.? <laughs> let's, let's talk about creativity. The tagline for 007 is a James Bond podcast. <laughs> 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 we keep it simple. Like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're here to recap the well, recaps. Uh, at least yeah. people know what we do. We know that it's Joe's Bottom Podcast. Like, somebody can read the tagline, Four Men in... Bonding. They could think it's like a, a gay love podcast for all they know. Like, well, else they'll never get that impression. They'll never get that impression listening to you and your Madonna. And what's wrong with that? She turned you gay for an episode, so... <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with being gay. Are we going to change gay. ours to three men bonding over bo- over Madonna now? <laughs> Hello to all our gay listeners, and particularly to the first openly gay man to win an Oscar, Sam Smith. I know he's a big listener. Hello, Sam. Um, Just <laughs> let, let's move on from this. But if you list, if you host Spectre, etc., and you're also a double on seven, <laughs> please don't stop listening but to us because we've only got 28 likes on Facebook. I'm opening the olive branch out there to Spectre, etc. Like I've honestly never listened to an episode of your show. I'm sure it's great. You like James Bond. You're cool. You're just like us. But like, legitimately, <laughs> if you listen to this episode, uh, please send us a message because I would like. Like we could do it like a cross episode episode um, crossover. <laughs> yeah, that's how we get listeners. Yeah, <laughs> double off. The two juggernauts of Australian podcasts <laughs> joined together. Finally. Yeah, that's a good... 
<laughs> we need to hit cut on this episode. We've got some good pre-production Forget stuff here. Superman we don't want to share our secrets Batman, here. This is... Dawn of Justice. Coming to cinemas. It's Spectre, etc. vs. 007, a James Bonding for Men podcast. Coming. What do you do when you combine 28 <laughs> Facebook likes and 12 <laughs> iTunes reviews? <laughs> I love that we've got this great ploy to get listeners on our final episode. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not our final episode. Um, <laughs> don't get, don't get panicked. Um, guys, guys, I, I, can I, I just it's... break really quickly, Colin? I've got some breaking news right now. Just breaking news right now, and I don't like to do this because I feel. Jedmeister is. No, 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 no. This is better. On Facebook, we have twenty-eight likes. I'm very proud of that. Thank you to all our 28 fans. Spectre, etc. has 15. Yes, we oh. have a victory. I found their Facebook page. And I just needed to share that. Sorry, Cole. That really wasn't breaking news. I just but needed... how many how many uh, reviews on iTunes do we have? None. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because we have got 13 more fans than Spectre, etc. Look, well, if we can join podcast... the fans. When this podcast started, we had no Facebook page, and look where we are now. Yes. So let's put it out there: these twenty-eight people all need to leave an iTunes review. Yeah, come for on, us. like you know, nine over half of their Facebook fans have left an iTunes review. All right, we would have fourteen if that counted. And of already. course, the first review we're going to get is going to say "bad ripoff of Spectre, etc." <laughs> Spectre, etc. We will trade you five Facebook fans for three reviews on iTunes. <laughs> Come on, Spectre, etc. Do it. Sorry, Colin. Please continue. And uh, <laughs> something which we haven't actually heard for a long time is Noah's quarrel scream, which was a running joke for a long time. That's no, the Mary scream. Mary scream. <laughs> Here we go. And then we all of a sudden, um, you know, the gold figure, the who are they? What are they doing? Stuff like that. And all that sort of stuff when it comes to things like that as well. So, uh, you know, kind of running jokes and everything along those lines that went with that. So, I mean, they're all enjoyable, but I guess for your well, that also only... brought into the dolly at the end of Moonray. Who is she? Who is she? <laughs> Which wasn't even a part of the recurring joke. That was just a natural... I think it was just knowing the way you delivered it. And then I just found it funny. They're just like, who is she? What is she doing there? But, yeah, that was the one time. It was... Because that was one of our longest episodes. It was three in the morning. Um, and I'd been up since six in the morning. So nearly up for 24 hours. Had been had a long day doing exams and stuff like that. And I wonder if any of the listeners could spot the moment when I actually got into bed and was actually had my... You could probably hear the microphone going, shh, because I was in bed with my eyes closed on the pillow, completely out of it. And you can probably listen to the end of Gold thing, GoldenEye and I'm probably bare, like completely non-responsive because I was actually almost fell asleep that was the only time but it'd be funny to go back and listen to that now with that knowledge that i'm in bed with my head on the pillow eyes closed um completely out of it and we kind of we got uh, on so many tangents here with everything you know we're gonna get to these rankings folks this episode's only gonna go for an hour but like um i mean my life situation changed sort of in the last month and a bit and I've had to move back with my parents. Hello, I'm just turned 29, but I'm with my parents. Um, and legitimately about an hour ago, I got a knock on the door um, from my dad. Keep the levels down. It's like, no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. This is not going to happen. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a little tidbit that's happened on this episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I've had those. I'm. Uh, um. It's it's always going to be a debate until uh, Barbara Bro- Broccoli if, <laughs> releases Broccoli. the official number in our uh, exclusive interview with her. But yeah, we did an okay job. I, think. I love he say Barbara Broccoli. <laughs> Do you? She. Do you love that? Barbara Broccoli is always my favourite for sure. Um, I absolutely yeah. love Barbara. This joke is going on a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Five seconds is really long sometimes. Three boccolies is enough boccolies. It, it, it all depends on who you talk to when you make that statement, Colin. Um, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, to be honest. So uh, what we're going to do now, though, is uh, first of all, we shall play um, this clip. One for the ranking, two for the show. Put it all up. Go, go, go. It's ranking. We got a rank us, baby. Rank all night. You got a rank all night, boys. You got all the rank. Well, we have never seen never again. Now we're on the casino royale. It's a 54. Really squiggly when I said that. Keep the levels down, Ben. (laughs) Shut up, Dad. Ben, go to bed. (laughs) Go to bed, Spotty. Past your bedtime, Ben. Time to have your glass of warm milk and, um... Benjamin, you have to be up in the morning. Oh, he pretty... I'll unplug the computer. I pretty much nearly said that, actually. You know, it's, uh... <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, so basically what we're going to do here is, um... He's probably listening right now. He's outside the door. Ben, <laughs> go to sleep. Ben, don't talk about me on the podcast. <laughs> How old do you think my dad is? <laughs> 78 <laughs> Spot on um, Absolutely he was, Bring him in We'll talk to him on the show Double 007 exclusive I want to talk to Noah's dad on the show <laughs> No I want to talk to anyone's no. dad on this show um, We'll get him in then Sure I'll just take the microphone into his bed <laughs> Well Collins We can talk to Colin in a month <laughs> well, exactly. We yeah, there have, you go. We the will first have a dad on Double R Seven. What's your child going to be called? Pussy Galore. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great boy's name. Pussy Galore Hildy. Vargas. <laughs> um. So, <Yeah. laughs> Mr. Jenny Davidoff. Uh, I have that currently at twelfth behind License to Kill, A View to a Kill, and The Living Daylights. So, um, I am going to move that up three spots. Uh, so that now goes to uh, ninth. Um, I am going to also move Goldfinger up above License to Kill, A View to a Kill, and Living Daylights. That will now become Ooh, wow. 10th. Um, and I am going to move uh, from Russia with Love up to 11th. <laughs> I'm losing track here. And... <laughs> yeah. I am going to move the man with the golden gun above for your eyes only to fourteenth. Uh, uh, sorry, the man. So hang on, no, 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 sorry, the the man with the no, golden what was gun. The one who wanted no limits. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> You've changed the whole thing. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna update my own list here. I'm losing track of where I am in myself. So just uh, it's not just you guys. Um, but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take a brief moment here, I think, to put some uh, thinking music in um, to work out our averages here. So because uh, I want wait 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 wait. You're not moving Dr. Noah? No, God no. I've always said I'm not a Where fan of Dr. Noah. Where did it finish Noah. for you? Um, that finished in eight, 19th. No wonder we have 28. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that I've never been a fan of Dr. Noah. I've said that constantly throughout this. Um, well, I've never been a fan of Ben. Who has? Um, my own dad isn't. He tells me to shut up. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you called him an idiot that time. <laughs> Well, that was allowed to. Um, so, what we're going to do right now is we're going to pause and uh, put in some thinking music while we work out our averages. Let's hear some thinking music right now. Great thinking music. You're welcome. Uh, We have done the numbers, cracked the code, and I now can present to you the average list. This is our all our films added together and the average. This is the Double Oz 7 official ranking of all the films, and I'm going to go from bottom to top. Hold on. On behalf of me and Noah, we want to apologize for what Ben did to bump (laughs) Diana today up there. (laughs) All right, let's go from 24 to number one. In 24th and last place... Is Quantum of Solace. Uh, uh, good. In 23rd and second last place, License to Kill. Yes. In 22nd place, You Only Live Twice. Oh, yes. wow. In 21st place, and four spots higher than it should be, Moonraker. In 20th uh. place, Live and Let Die. In 19th place, A View to a Kill. <laughs> This is brilliant because at an Jeez. 18th place, die another day. Uh, uh, way too high. In 17th place, Thunderball. In 16th place, Octopussy. In 15th, The Man with the Golden Gun. 14th, Diamonds Are Forever. 13th, uh, The Living Daylights. 12th, For Your Eyes Only. 11th, Tomorrow Never Dies. Then into our top 10, 10th, Dr. No. 9th, Spectre. 8th, The World Is Not Enough. 7th, Skyfall. 6th, Goldfinger. 5th, From Russia With Love. 4th, Goldeneye. 3rd, Casino Royale. In 2nd, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which means our number one film is The Spy Who Loved Me. And Ooh. that is the one that Noah wow. has at number one. So well done, Noah. There you go. Your number Where one film is From Russia out- With Love? I missed that. From Russia With Love is 5th. Okay, so that's uh, actually a pretty decent list. Or that's a fairly that's uh, if you look at most lists, that's generally spot on. You would say for the most part. So there you go. Hey, except die another day being ranked what eighteen? <laughs> Maybe Peter Travers put it there. <laughs> hey, he had a ten. <laughs> now, when you look at it, you can't even have I don't know a, a typical cop show that doesn't have 
some connecting story arc from the beginning of the season to the end of the blue season. Bloods? D- is Blue Bloods really? <laughs> not connected. That's my point. It's just serialized crap every single week. Manifest. I'm not okay. But, but I, I mean, do. young children. So, so much has changed with movies where I can't think of any sequel nowadays. Like I'm literally struggling to think of a single sequel that is just, hey, this is the next adventure. Everything has to be tied to, you know, the Brett previous Paul? films. <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> shrek <laughs> do it more like shrek everybody <laughs> more like, like if the shrek. craig era was more like the shrek franchise then i would be complaining less it would be but, a better bond like- shrek or daniel craig <laughs> but i feel like what we got out of these craig movies is simply what and i think because the franchise the james bond franchise has been around for so long it feels like oh this is so different but this is what every franchise has been i mean children's movies over the last 15 years have to have the same connecting story arc and the second thing as far as like the inconsistency oh, shrek, oh. <laughs> shrek, <laughs> shut up about shrek already <laughs> um but like uh as far as like the inconsistencies go i think another thing that we should at least address is the the massive gaps that they had in between these movies i mean a four-year gap between quantum of solace and Skyfall, a four-year gap, or I guess three-year gap between Skyfall and Spectre. A, I, I don't know, nineteen-year and counting gap between Spectre and uh, No Time to Die. There were massive gaps that that existed, which kind of forced them to do a lot of this. Oh well, this ha- is inconsistent now because when Daniel Craig is visibly era- aging, about five or six years. Uh, <laughs> You're right, Noah. Massive Gaps was a rejected bond. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Massive Gaps. Hi, I'm Massive. Massive Gaps. Gaps. Massive Gaps. (laughs) Named after your mother, perhaps. They they don't make the movies like they used to. Massive Gaps would have been a bond girl. Hi, I'm Massive Gaps. This is my sidekick, Octopussy's Hole. That's what it was like in the more era. <laughs> more, more era. <laughs> anyway, we're terrified that we are not addressing a female audience. So let's give this ridiculous love story that non-Star Wars fans that happen to be woman loved, but other Star Wars fans didn't want. Like they have not gone the route of the Star Wars sequels, where they've caved so much to the audience that they've sacrificed everything about the franchise. And seeing so much now of these um, nostalgia sequels, uh, you know, I, I, I can rant about them all day, but uh, the, the, the Ghostbusters Afterlife, the Scream 5s, everything which is just, oh, we're just going to basically Bad remake what was done in the past. The, the what? Five. Did you talk about Shrek again? Smokey and Bandit 2. <laughs> too smoky, but- too bad. <laughs> Smokey the Bandit 3, Smokey O Drift. Shrek 5, Snow Dogs, The Return. Oh, the Snow Dogs reboot. Uh, Snow Dogs Strike Back. That was pure fan service. Was there a Snow Dogs Strike Back? Because if there is, I bet you my kids are watching it. Oh, God, I hope Snow Dogs Awakens. (laughs) Uh, But uh, the last last Snow (laughs) Dogs. Rise of the Snow Dogs. Sorry. 
but uh, there we go. We finished them all. Uh, snow dogs, a Star Wars story. No, um, no time to snow dogs. <laughs> star, do- star dogs. But no. I, I, I don't even remember what I was talking about now. <laughs> I know. Colin's nodding. Yes, and that's a Ben fact. Uh, <laughs> hang on, why did that work when you said it? That shouldn't work. That sound should only play oh, when I say it. Oh, magic. Colin's got power now. That's not good. If that ever did happen again, I mean, I would literally be shocked. I don't feel like it's something you could pull off twice. Literally be shocked. Literally be shocked. Literally. Literally. Okay. Shocking. Positively shocking. Uh, you can't pull off twice. Does sound like a Bond uh, Bond film too. Um, <laughs> sounds like a certain film that I would watch. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but I'm not happy about it. Um, <laughs> the the MI6 crew. Uh, I'm not happy about it. No, I'm really not because I think that will go forward. We've got to this point where. I think because Bernard Lee and Lois, let's face it, not A-listers. Uh, they oh. weren't... Like, you know, M was I not say played that? by Awesome Worlds and Catherine Hepburn. Um, so <laughs> they Catherine could kind of get away with... <laughs> Darling. <laughs> My problem is you never do anything with me. <laughs> Diamonds, uh, chocolates. Diamonds, but... <laughs> Uh, you know where you can stick that I would, I would watch Catherine Hepburn in that Diamonds Are Forever police police officer Ooh. uniform I'd watch um, Catherine Hepburn masturbate with a cigar no uh, too far too far <laughs> and that's a Ben fact <laughs> that's a Ben disturbance uh, that's the uh, title yeah. of my upcoming autobiography <laughs> uh, written by Nicholas from Susie. the the book, um, <laughs> Susie, by his um, fourteen new books that he just wrote in the last ten minutes. By the way, they're great. Not a, not a Noah Grows fan. He is. <laughs> yeah, we love. <laughs> Who is though? Honestly. Yeah, I'm not. Um, and that's a Noah I, I, fact. <laughs> oh, Colin really does have a lot of power. I know. I don't show. know where Colin got this power <laughs> from. All of a sudden. <laughs> What happened? Daddy Colin. <laughs> but, you know, one thing actually that, that, that I really love is just the, uh, you get pe- different people's perspectives and it's like, okay, some, some people are right from a certain point of view. Some people are right. Uh, <laughs> I, for the life of me, still cannot figure out why it is such a stretch for Ben to believe that oh. Bond and Vesper fall in love and why he thinks that they were there for like six hours the man got his balls crushed in about nine times in one I'm not, scene. I'm not, I'm he not is doing in that this hospital again. for weeks. And it was I'm just, not doing this again. It's, it's, You're it wrong. Was, and Noah, you can back me up. Noah's nodding, yeah. Uh, Noah can back me up on this. It, it's, it's one of those moments where you're like, how is it so hard for him to believe that this was longer than two days? And because that it is not portrayed on screen enough to show that enough time has passed. Again, I will point out, was it the everything wrong with or the pitch meeting? It backs my fact up when they say this is not shown over a period of time. How are we meant to believe they fall in love in two days? Like, I've got because evidence to back my claim crushed, up. It's going to take you longer than six He's hours. He's James Bond. He heals quickly. 
He'll be washing up on a beach somewhere soon in Bond 26. We know that. But then you add to that the the absurdity of Ben a couple of episodes prior talking about falling in love over a bar fight or a Ferris wheel ride, and it just made it all that up, much Ed, Let's back me up. Says it's romantic. I have a Bond author claiming that the, the, I've got my back. That's a Ben and a Mark Edlicks fact. What does he think? You should listen to the episode, Noah. Think about I know Vespa. I don't know. Didn't ask him that. <laughs> of course you didn't. Why do I want to ask him I'm about extra things that might prove me wrong? <laughs> I'm not a good journalist. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, I I agree. The the Hannah Stokely stuff I love because it's like we are the only people's. Ten years after Skyfall came out, that we're still talking about Hannah Stokely <laughs> to this day. It's probably that name is ingrained in all of our minds. That and John Tenney, two life. names. If when we started this, yeah. are we ever going to know who Hannah Stokely and John Tenney are? No idea. By the time uh, me and Ben are old men, uh, and Colin is sadly gone, ben. we. We will never forget Hannah Stokely like that name, and I want oh. her on the show. But Colin's maybe right; she might be a bit like, oh, "We love you, Hannah. We love you." Um, I'd give her a lick. But we are, we're the only people who have actively <laughs> looked up Hannah Stokely coming. on Instagram Ooh, in more ways than one. <laughs> uh, and that's a big uh, fact. The 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 six hour one was funny because like longest Bond film and then far and away the longest episode. I literally he did no, like literally at the end of it. I would if if you if you have the video, we should release a screenshot of Noah asleep. That's the third I, time I, I put say, someone to sleep on an episode after Darvell and Alex Morella. So I mean, I'm doing yeah. well. I will say yes, I was drinking, but I would say I stopped drinking around two hours into that six hour episode. Uh, and I still, I fell asleep because it was like four in the morning. I'd been, I had a lot on that day and, uh, but a six hour episode, congratulations. If anyone makes it through, I don't reckon they will. Well, one person ben did. Somebody was tweeting really? us saying that they were like five and a half hours in. So, um, yeah, but thanks. Not six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was they gave up at that moment. Five and a half. Oh no. No. <laughs> you know what? It's not for me. This Ben Fat thing is not funny. This is not funny. Uh, secondary Bronco, it's funny because I, I thought there's no way that we're going to be able to top Strawberry Fields. It's not like Strawberry Fields was some groundbreaking character, but it, it was what we wanted out of a secondary Bond girl, at least most of us. Um, <laughs> that's Really? <laughs> uh, and what, Colin? Uh, really what? Opposite direction is a rejected Bond girl name. <laughs> it's a sex uh, joke, Colin. It's a sex joke. You wouldn't get it. Uh, but, no, I wouldn't but yeah, it, Then you get Monica Bellucci, which I thought there is no way they're going to top this for a secondary Bond girl. And then Paloma does it. Uh, like, it's not even a contest, but like, I really feel like we shouldn't take away from the fact that out of five Daniel Craig movies, we've had at least three with decent secondary Bond girls. So well, the first Maybe two they had haven't... none, basically, and then we got the <laughs> exactly. last three. Well, the uh, three, yeah. Well, the first one had so none. The first, three. yeah, sorry, my math <laughs> yeah. is great. And, then the, and that's and then a you big take away. <laughs> but, like, 
know, as much as we could be critical of, oh, we don't necessarily have the henchmen, we don't necessarily have the Bond girls. I mean, for the most part, I think they really got the secondary Bond girls well. And uh, out of the the three times they actually tried doing a main Bond girl, I think two of them, they actually got it done well. Yeah, I mean, I'm voting Paloma and she'll be probably never topped for the rest of the time that we're alive. Unless Billy Magnuson um, plays a secondary Bond girl. Don't tease me like that. Put um, a wig on him. <laughs> he doesn't even need a wig. Just open <laughs> his mouth. Guy, that's a woman with short hair I'd accept. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Magnuson does not need a wig. Oh, uh, doesn't need clothes. Yeah, but he needs tea. Um, <laughs> Most people do. Uh... Okay, I'm surprised that you didn't go where I was about to go. But um, Judy Dench, uh, are you making a reference to blowjobs, Noah? No, I don't know what a blowjob is. <laughs> I know you don't. Neither does Colin. Odd job. That's also a rejected Bond girl's name. Blowjob. Uh, that's a Ben disaster. Uh, but I. My oh no, Ben's, Ben's going to go on a 10 minute laughing at his own joke. <laughs> it's not laughing at the joke. It's just a silence. <laughs> it's just it's not funny. Uh, well, now I'm just thinking about blowjobs. Um, <laughs> That's what happens you when you can't get a date. <laughs> uh, what was I? Paloma. <laughs> she's good she's very good she's so good she was at excellent being a secondary bond um but billy Magnuson great at blowjob um <laughs> and that's the no effect not... <laughs> even Noah collins like yeah i don't know what a blowjob is but i bet you billy Magnuson's good at them but he could do one that uh, looks like a man that knows his way around a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything Billy Madison can't do? That's what I want to know. <laughs> That's the He's best the quote I've ever heard Colin everything. say. <laughs> That's better than he doesn't like Adel. Um... <laughs> Billy Madison does. He likes everything. <laughs> He's a fun guy. He's up for it all. Uh, He's very versatile, Billy. Uh, 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 Give him a dollar and he'll do whatever Billy. you ask him. I'm, uh, well, he's not a prostitute, Ben. Well, he can do everything. He can do it and he'll be fine. He's just giving services out for money. What's wrong with prostitutes? What if he wanted to be one? He's got free will. There's nothing wrong with that, but Billy Magnuson is not a prostitute. <laughs> but if he is, we'd accept him. <laughs> Noah's very defensive over Billy Magnus's honor too. <laughs> no, Ben, not my man. <laughs> uh, I'm voting Vespa, uh, but I, I, I actually disagree with Colin. I'm hoping going forward, we don't get a lot of Bond girls like Vespa. I think Vespa is the best. <laughs> no, no, it sounded like he was choking on something for a minute. There. Yeah, the stroke our way through. Go, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Magnuson popped in the room. 
I think maybe my 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 camera lagged because yeah, yeah, just move on. Yep, yep. Um, (laughs) I think we all ranked from memory Cyclops above Hinks. Um, and I like I I will still because I mean I love like Hinks was good for the era. Like I mean again, it was good to get a henchman back. And again, as we talked about a lot with Hinks, nothing wrong with Hinks. It's just Hinks, not Hinch. Hinks. Um, but like they just, there was more Tim they could have done more, more. Whereas Cyclops was just, it was back to Bond henchman. He had this look. He literally had an eye, like a, well, so did all the other henchmen. I don't think we have had a blind henchman, but the three blind guys. Three blind guys. <laughs> we never had one. We only have three of them in the first film. <laughs> ben disparaging the blind again. Um, but I, I, I like the quirk Here's of Ben him. on another tangent against the blind. <laughs> I, I like hates the blind. <laughs> well, what are they going to do? They can't chase after me. They can't see me. Um, I don't know what you guys are on with the quantum stuff. I I find it woeful. I easily bottom woeful. three, bottom Whoa. five. <laughs> woeful. That's a no effect. It's woeful. <laughs> uh, I do, I I, I don't, the the horse. Uh, we like horses on this show. The horse isn't no. in the opening. The horse isn't in the so, opening. Exactly. The fact that I didn't even know that. <laughs> we're a James Bond podcast. We're experts on this thing. That tells you everything. I, you know I what? Thought there that, were horses I'm going to say that that is a no effect with the Ben Fact sound because that deserved a positive sound oh, for once. With a Ben Fact sound, I'm, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, uh, like then I'm gonna say it needed horses. Um, but <laughs> everything does. Good looking horses. Yeah, horses are good. Um, They're hot. The casino royale, casino royale opening with horses. <laughs> bon finding a horse in the toilet stalls. <laughs> bon, you needed two two kills. Uh, one was Dryden, and the other was Flo. <laughs> Move your ass, Flo. (laughs) That's what we needed. We needed crazy. So we know we never say never again when the horse falls off the cliff. That's just uh, Connery trying to get his double O status. (laughs) He needed to renew his license to kill. Another way to die with the vocals, terrible song. But uh, instrumental version, not bad. it's it really is just Skyfall <laughs> Casino Real, you know you know my name, but uh, both are oh. great songs, but easily Skyfall oh. number one. Double seven also a better instrumental without the vocals. Um That's a bad uh, disaster. That's a Ben disaster. I I mean I hate going last because I'm just echoing, 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 echoing Hello. uh everything that you guys said because it's not uh, no time to die. That title sequence goes way down for me each time. Uh, it's a quantum of solids. Like, uh, weren't there horses in that title sequence? I think. Uh, I remember there being horses in those sand dunes. Um, <laughs> but you don't like sand. No, I don't like sand or horses. They're coarse and they're rough and they neigh everywhere. Horses definitely are no, very coarse. What, what horses are horse, of course, of course. <laughs> Mr. Ed jokes. <laughs> and that's a Ben fact. Uh, Can we close out with the Mr. Ed theme? 
I mean, you you make fun of me for liking old crap. You're bringing Mr. Ed into When are they going to bring back Mr. Ed? Mr. Ed. I remember coming from school. Colin, old boomer, you're muted. Does Mr. Ed predate our parents? <laughs> but, like, you used to, like, I'd come home from school. I remember they used to, in the afternoon, you'd have, like, Mr. Ed, Get Smart, I Dream a Genie. So love Mr. Ed. Wilbur. <laughs> like it's a man talking to a horse. What's so funny about that? That's that's America's version of Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. I was gonna say, is this like your your talking animal love, like Skippy the Bush? And- what, did, what did Canada have? Like oh hey, the old moose or something like that. <laughs> like, Actually, I was gonna Murray say we moose. had we had a show that seemed similar to your Skippy, but it was it was taken a little more seriously. It was hobo. Um, what, what was, was it, it shotgun? The, the, the littlest, the littlest hobo. That's what it was called. Littlest <laughs> hobo. Yeah, it was a dog that just—it was a dog that traveled around and met new people and had Wait, adventures. It was a dog. Was it an actual hobo? Like, well, the dog was the hobo. <laughs> I just like the Colin said. We had a show it was similar to Skippy, but a bit more serious. It was called Hobos. <laughs> I thought Canada was a nice country. It's a bit disparaging to homeless fellas. Call I think the little hobo. Hobo, 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 the homeless man. We're closing out uh, with Mr. Ed. What a what a what a song. Yeah, I mean the world's Mr. Ed song. The theme: A horse is a horse. Of course, of course. I know we can talk oh, about that's horse, what it's from. Oh, okay. that's a horse. That's the famous Mr. Ben Ed. Back. No, it's not. It's a Mr. Ed song, and that's Mr. a Ben. Uh, the the world was robbed of never having Roger Moore guest star on Mr. Ed. Because can you imagine Actually, Roger Moore talking to a talking horse? Can I ask a horse? quick question on Roger Moore guest starring? Was Roger Moore in an episode of Alias? Uh, yeah, he was. He was in the first it, season. There was something I was reading recently, and I, I was thinking, like, how has this never been brought up that Colin's, like, love of Alias and Roger Moore appears in Alias? Yeah. Like, what the hell? He was like the first, they, that was one of the first shows that got like a lot of guest stars. Like Quentin Tarantino did a couple episodes and uh, Ethan Hawke and everybody. But yeah, Roger Moore oh, was like their Hawk. first big oh, Academy Award winner. I mean, this was literally right after big he won star. the Oscar. Ethan Hawke. <laughs> do you, you know who Ethan Hawke is? Of course he's I know who Ethan Hawke is. The name hasn't been mentioned since 2003. Like, come on. He's, he's won an Oscar since then, hasn't he? <laughs> Faye Dunaway won an Oscar, but we don't talk about Faye Dunaway in 2022. (laughs) They got Ethan Hawke, but did they get Matthew (laughs) Olmery? I'm telling you now, Mr. Ed Reboot starring Ethan Hawke. And the corpse of Roger Moore. (laughs) I thought Ethan Hawke was nominated for an Oscar. Did he win? I thought he won for Boyhood, but yeah, he's been nominated a couple times. He's been nominated. He's never won. (laughs) <laughs> I guess that means he's not a star, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I've not won an Oscar, so he's been nominated four, three times, four times, three times. Four times. times. That's a lot. Well, twice for an actor and twice for adapted screenplay. Big yeah. star. Anyways, wasn't he in Mr. Robot with, was that him? Was he in Mr. Robot? I don't know. I'm looking with, it up. He was, with Rami he was, or am I making that up? You're no, making you're up. making it up. He was in Moby Dick. We've <laughs> <laughs> got Dick. him on the line right now because he's not doing much else. Ethan, how are you? Welcome to the show. <laughs> and we've also got Mr. Ed on the other line. Uh, and Roger Moore, but it's a bit, it's a bit quiet. Um, oh, too soon. Rest in peace. Rest in peace.